Hello, I'm Kristen Perisonotto. And I'm Hannah Ferguson, and we're co-founders of Cheek Media Co. This is the Weekly Cheek Podcast. Barrier goes up. Avoid. That's... Cross the street when I see you. They're just a horrible person. That's okay. For a few years. <laughs> <laughs> I lived inside of you for nine months, and these pyjama pants are bedazzled. <laughs> I sometimes I, I get a bit paranoid, but do my old friends like give me a little book sort of thing? Mm-hmm. But you don't. And you, you, yeah, it's good that you don't think it, but you can often tell when someone's kind of like, when you say something or do something and they go, oh, and they kind of look at you a bit funny. Yes. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just a bit uncomfortable because I'm like, I cannot help this right now. Yeah. And I'm not immature by my age standard. No. So. I also think some people just kind of, so I know someone who is, I think she's 30 and I'm 27. So it's mm. only three years. And we, we must've met when I was 26, I think. And so she must've been 29. Anyway, it's very small, but she always like tries to teach me things Ew. like be like, you'll know about this when you're 30. I'm like, what in three years? <laughs> okay. Thanks mate. And then she revealed to me something. Um, so basically we were talking once and I'm talking about like my place, blah, blah, blah. And then I started talking about like painting it. Cause I painted it not that long ago, a couple of years ago. And she was, you know, it became obvious that she thought I was renting. And I was like, oh, no, I actually own my home. And she's, like, all shook by it. And I was like... It's weird for you to assume that I couldn't own a home exactly. when I'm three years younger than you. Well, because yeah. I thought initially I was like, oh, you know, I know it's a bit unusual for someone of my age to own a home. But she was, like, too, like, It was shocked. offensive. It was offensive. And I was like, why do you think... And then I find out she actually owns her place. Right. And I was like, so, what's the uh, difference? That's interesting because I thought maybe for a second she was like, what? Because she doesn't own a home and she's trying to be in schooling you. So, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's weird. And I'm like, that's weird. And also she has like a similar job to me. I don't know her salary, but a similar kind of job to me. And then I also find out later because she's like giving me all these tips about home ownership then. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and then she's like, oh yeah, like my boyfriend and I own a place like in like the mountains in like the hinterland and i was like oh cool like the mountains sounds so dramatic it's in the gold coast hinterland in like a it's like a it's like a holiday vibe Mm. that her place is and i've seen like some pictures of her um uh, bathroom that she's renovated because she showed me and i was like oh that's nice like oh do you like do you rent it out um like ongoing or do you is it like a holiday place and she's like oh no no one's in it at the moment we, we just, like, use it to go sometimes on the Fuck. weekend. And I was like, okay, so you, the 30-year-old, has been schooling me on life. She once told me that to she, – she said to me, because I was like, I'm getting into running. And she's like, oh, my God, I ran a half marathon. And I was like, oh, wow, like, I'm just, like, running 5Ks. Thanks for the, you know, flex, though. And she's like, oh, no, you can do it. You just, just like, get a podcast. And I was like, wow, great, oh great tip. God. So this is the person that she is. Fucking And then I, I find out that she has – a an empty house that she has purchased and paying all the bills on that she goes goes and sees like goes and stays in once a month. I'm like, why? Who? What gives you the right to tell me <laughs> things about life? <laughs> anyway, that's anyway. one f- friendship flag. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what I was wanting to tell you before. When I was thinking about my red friendship red flags, I was like, well, for me. It, the red flags stop the friendship. Right. Because I'm not, as you know, <laughs> I'm not so much a give listener a, of our <laughs> podcast, you probably know that Kristen has <laughs> 2.7 friends. I'm not, I'm not an, um, I'm not a particular, I'm not someone who makes lots of friends. So 
usually I'm on alert and I'm high alert for a red flag. And then I'm like, no, it's not going any further. Right. Barrier goes up. Well, that, Avoid. That's Cross the street when I see you. I find that impressive. Thank you. It is. Because when it comes down to it, I'm all like, an extra one. I have so many friends. Don't really. <laughs> just going to add an extra one. It's more just like, when I think about that, I am probably a lot more socially exhausted than you because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's, you know, they, they're just a horrible person. That That's okay. For a few years. <laughs> <laughs> we will not that, be friends past five that years. That is not true. <laughs> But you you catch my drift. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll ignore their sort of quirks that are actually not fucking quirks. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. And you know what? It's the difference between, and I make a big deal out of this usually, it's the difference between an outward red flag mm-hmm. and a sort of what I like to call the orange-tinged flag. Yeah. Oh, only a tinge of orange. It, it's not it's, fully orange? The orange flag idea is that it is a red flag, but it might take years to unravel as like something you discover okay or something that um develops and becomes apparent to you mm-hmm. like, you know what i mean it, it's kind of like it will become a red flag because it'll grow or yep. you just don't know about it yet so it's orange but it's in the in their hidden backpack of fucking evil you yeah know? right <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah and i think that that's something that can happen with partners as well but in, yeah. a, in a friendship context it, it's kind of like when you think you know someone and, and you hang out and you, you start a media company to get in and they tell you that they're like refried beans. <laughs> <laughs> and you think, holy shit, I've been in this friendship for a year now. Kristen wouldn't call it a year. Kristen would say I've been in this friendship for four months. She probably didn't know my name before then. <laughs> well, that's the moment I had when I found out you don't follow the days on the field back. Okay. I was like, how can I be expected to have a business with this? Please email us if you follow the days on the pill <laughs> With back. this unhinged person. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying is that mm-hmm. sometimes you don't know things for a really long time. Yeah. Or maybe you accidentally once or twice see me take the pill and you think, oh, it's on the right day. But that's by accident. <laughs> so it takes years to unravel. orange flag that's the idea okay is okay. it's either it's either something that you unfortunately stumble upon three mm-hmm. years in and you're like oh if i had known this okay so you didn't know it was an orange flag or it it's but it's something, something you know it's over time it might yeah. be a little little, little ember and yeah. it's an absolute forest fire yeah R. okay australia january <laughs> i don't even i've forgotten about the fires yeah even though years ago. that was the whole reason i ran for office but i've still i've you know, they're gone from my You've memory. actually compartmentalised that entire aspect of your oh, life. No. <laughs> but that, that quarter is filed away very deep. Weirdly, still not my worst quarter of 2020. <laughs> um, oh, it's so funny. That's so bad. That sounds so bad. So I was burnt out. Lol. Um, I think that also, and this has kind of come up a few times in my friendships, and I don't know if it's a pattern or if it's just like, this is just life. Mm. Um because I've had a few like falling outs of friendships. And then when I look back, I'm like, oh, there's like 14 red flags that I didn't really. But did you not know? Well, this is the thing. And I don't, honestly, I, I'm not sure how to answer honestly, because there were a few things that I'm just like, oh, haha, quirk. But like. But what's a quirk that's 
a red flag. Okay, um, Sorry, I'm just going to use really a random example. No, no, I want to be interrogated. <laughs> um, people who like are a little bit sassy, like, right. and like will say, I don't know. It, I don't want to sound terrible, but like if you just like kind of poke fun at people with your friends, those yeah. kinds of like poke fun at others. And I think that usually it's pretty harmless. Yeah. But then I think because you're not on the receiving end of it, you kind of are just like able to kind of brush it off as like, oh, like that's kind of a bitchy person, mm. haha, part of their personality. But you don't, I don't know, like I think that sometimes there is actually a bit of um, vindictiveness behind it that you either don't see or you choose not to see. And then when it, I don't know, then when like the friendship ends, you're like, oh. It's not even so much about thinking that that person said that stuff about me behind my back because um, I don't care that much usually about that kind of stuff. There are, there are instances where I will, where I will, but it's more that, oh, like that's actually, you know, this person was saying mean stuff about people we know and I was laughing at it or joining in yeah. and I don't really that's not really like the person I want to be yeah it's it's a difference for me is I think I've talked about this before but in my house we say that if we talk about each other behind their backs our backs their backs <laughs> we could each guess what it would be about yeah right and that's because we deeply love each other mm -hmm. but we've lived together for years yeah and so when we need to vent. It's kind of like this person knows exactly it because we've said it to their face, and mm -hmm. it'll be like, Haley, another dish. Yeah. And it'll be like, Haley's <laughs> not in the room, so it's someone else. And yeah. it's Haley's dish. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Or it's. So it's not because it's not vindictive. It's, it's just like, well, I would say it to, the, to them if they were here. I, we kind of accept that it's going to happen because you live together and it's yeah. been years and I clearly still love them. We clearly still love each other. Mm -hmm. But it is that thing where we accept it from each other because it's actually just aerating yeah. that issue to yeah. someone else and then getting straight over it and moving forward. Yeah, right. And if anything boils over that's new, it's brought up. Mm -hmm. And not always perfectly at all. But I think it's kind of like there isn't that malicious, deceptive conduct that kind of accompanies that vindictive behaviour. Instead, it's kind of just like... I like the fact that I know that my friend's like, fucking hand on her social media again, what it was with that caption. And yeah. I know that, and that's okay. Yeah. And at first it wasn't. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's always like, ouchy. Oh, interesting. It's yeah. a bit ouchy for, you know, when you're first friends and it's a year and you're like, yeah, I'm a bit much, that's okay. But now <laughs> I'm like, well, did you vote on my poll? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like over time, I know that they just need to be a bit like, <laughs> Yeah, to each right. other and that's fine don't mm -hmm. do it to me don't want to know about it so but it's I, not that's not a red flag it's you. not a red flag anymore because it, well it, it never was because they would have said it to me first yeah right because i know about it and i know that it's just an effort to keep them if they vent mm -hmm. and it takes five seconds and they get over it we're still in love yeah that's fine i have to love them first and know that they're a good person and they mean well and mm -hmm. they love me yeah right and everything is said to my face that's important if it's said to my face we accept it, we move on. Then they say, oh, I'm back. That's okay. That's just aerating. Interesting. It depends what it's about, though. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know. I don't really like... I mean, I hate confrontation. Um, Same. Like, I resigned this morning and I nearly vomited. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, I was so... I was, like, in Sweaty. a state. Yeah. Yeah, I did two, like, stress poos. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's, it's good to get it it's done. It's a Friday. Yes, exactly. So that's, like, the my... Like, I was literally so worked up and then, like, there was, there was, like, small talk and I was like, oh, my 
God. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to interrupt the small talk for this like bombshell. <laughs> anyway, we made it through. Um, but I, I feel like for me, a red flag would be if a friend kind of starts a disagreement. I don't know. What do you mean by starts a disagreement? Like, is just like, well, I, we need to talk about this thing that happened. Like, what, you know, why did you say this? Why did you cancel our plans? Why did you? I. But hang on. <laughs> if you're in the wrong. Yeah, I know. Or they believe you're in the wrong. Yeah. It's worse, in my mind, to mm-hmm. not bring it up. Now, yes. this comes from a point <laughs> that we. I accidentally absolutely trotted shit the other day with Christian. <laughs> when I. I, this is just a really fleeting example because I think we're going to use it for another episode, but I was talking about being friends with both parties of a couple post breakup. <laughs> and Kristen said, if you saw Nick after we broke up, I wouldn't talk to you. <laughs> I did not say yes, that. Yes, you did, didn't you? I'm pretty sure you said, like, Maybe if you pick him, right? <laughs> And then this is what... I said I didn't want to know about I don't, it. No, this is the point, And I've raised this with maybe everyone I've known and asked their opinion on this because I find it so interesting because mm-hmm. it's fundamentally where we... I think it's one of our biggest divides. Yeah, and it's a big one. It's a big one. Yeah. Is that Kristen said that she would... <laughs> she would want me to lie to her if I was going to see Nick in a platonic capacity, like go out for coffee and be like, how are you? You know, yeah. be, just be general friends. Yeah. You can tell me if it's in a romantic capacity. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I can't remember I said that because it kind of made it weird, but you know what I mean? I'm, no, I get it. Yeah. I think it's important to clarify that I just want to be friends with yeah, both yeah, of you. Yeah. Because it's not I, like you're looking to like, yeah, no. date friends' exes. Yeah. yeah. And Kristen, I, I cannot wrap my head around the fact that, because the thing for me is, transparency around everything is my favorite thing yeah i i don't need to know details i don't need you to come back and say i had coffee with david and this is exactly (laughs) what we said (laughs) i don't want to know even if it's a but i couldn't lie to you and it would annoy you but i would have to say just so you know i'm going to continue being friends with nick Mm -hmm. and i won't tell you about it blah 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 but i have to have some element of truth telling because i can't live my life with the guilt of knowing that you wouldn't approve Interesting. And that you would be on, like, because even though I would approve if I didn't know. But that's, how could you approve? Because you don't approve of the act. So you're approving of me lying about an act that you don't agree with, which doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs) It makes perfect sense to me. And this is where it comes back to this friendship flag thing. Mm -hmm. Because what you're saying is you'd rather them lie to you about a disagreement than bring it up. So. I, okay, so it's a bit, it's hard for me to kind of wrap my head around because I know that it's not, it's not ideal. Like, I'm aware of that. Okay, so, no, that, okay, that's, that's good. <laughs> because if you're like, this is fucking it, I would be like, oh, no one, leave. Like, I don't think we do a podcast together. <laughs> it's, I just think that the people who know me the best know how to approach things. Okay, that's, no, that's totally yeah. different. Yeah. And it's, I just don't, I don't like this whole like, okay, well, let's air this out. Like, that would make me want to die. Well, how would you like to be approached? It, gently. <laughs> right. Well, I'm the same. But I think it's important that you lay out yeah. how you like to be communicated with. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. So, basically, this is, like, specifically for friends because with with Nick, with my boyfriend, with my sister, um, it's different. Like, it can just be the like a... Um, hello, excuse me, you annoyed me yesterday a lot. Yeah. So, I just need you to know. And I'll be like, okay, cool, that's fine. But I feel like with friendships, it's a bit, 
And it might just be because of the types of friends. I don't know. I don't know why. But I... It's been so long since I actually had a friendship where, like, one party upset the other party, to be honest. So it is hard to think about how I would kind of approach it now. I think that the type of person that I am now is, like, I am much more thoughtful than I was like, you know, a couple of years ago. So, and I do, I really very often actually consider how think people are going to take things before I say them. Like I'm very considered person generally. So I would be surprised like if it did come up Mm. and I'm not saying like, I would be shocked if I upset someone, like I would be, I would be surprised if someone said to me, cause I would genuinely not know. And you kind of have a tight circle and you know your work colleagues well. So Mm. you know, and you're a good communicator. So you're, and it's not just like, I'm a good communicator with whoever I'm talking to. It's kind (laughs) of just like, I consider the other party's needs and how to best approach this because it benefits both of us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it me, I think the way it needs to be approached is like, for me is like, oh, well, um, you know, when this happened, um, I felt this. Yeah. Honestly, like, I think that, cause then I could be like, and this is, this has grown from the way that my boyfriend and I communicate mm-hmm. is like, um, you know, when this happens, this is how I feel about it because then it's more, for me, it's more like, oh, well now I understand the difference because if I experienced that thing, I would never react that way. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of an example. I really can't even think of one. Well, it's even like, so I hate when people are late. <laughs> this is another friendship red flag. <laughs> I, I don't like lateness. I think lateness is a lot. It irks yeah. me because, okay. This just sounds harsh. I'm sorry if you're listening and you're a compulsively late person. My best friend is compulsively late. <laughs> so are a few of my friends. And something that it it's unfortunate that, that this is what it says to me and what it communicates to me, but it says a sense of entitlement. It, sorry, it, it communicates a sense of entitlement and a sense of my time is worth more than yours. Mm-hmm. Because when someone is like late by more than a couple of minutes to something, mm-hmm. I'm not late. I'm waiting. Yeah. And we've agreed and organized this. And now you are taking your merry time and I'm just stuck in this period of a lull until mm. you arrive. And that's annoying. Yeah. Because we plan this time for a reason because I've got stuff to do. Yeah. And that makes me seem like, oh, I'm hoity-toity, the biggest person on earth. No, it's just that I don't like having my time wasted with just stupid intermission. Yeah. It's also just like if we're going out for lunch or something don't want to sit at the table by myself for 20 minutes because you, you know you didn't get dressed or set the wrong alarm or blah blah mm. blah it is frustrating to yeah. no end for me i think because so my best friend is and she'll be happy to admit this hi Narva, if you're listening <laughs> um is that she is but she's never like particularly late no that's okay um and i think like for me uh i don't know I think flakiness is a red flag for me. Flaky. Yeah. Mm. Like if someone like cancels a plan last minute, like I don't, I don't like that. Um, But I know, and I think, again, this is just me like learning from watching people do things is my sister's a lot better at this now, but she used to, and my mum and I talk about, used to talk about all the time, but when she's like thinking, oh, okay, I've got to be at this thing at 12 o'clock. Like she won't think then, oh, well then I have to leave at at 
um, 11.45 and that means I have to be ready at 11.30. It's just like 12 o'clock. That's like the time in her mind. But for me, I'm like, okay, well, let's go backwards. Like how many? And for me also, if someone says 12 o'clock, I am there at 12.00 or usually early. But if it is, even if it's 12.01, I'm just like, where is this person? I'm usually early too. <laughs> it's because I, but I plan my day. I plan my yeah, week. Same. I plan my month around this stuff. And again, it, it is just, and the thing is, it's horrible because the way I see it is, yeah, you, you are wasting my time mm-hmm. and you don't value my time. But in reality, I completely agree. My friends that are late are just people that are thinking, oh, well then if we, yeah, okay. It's just, they're just ambitious with their time. Yeah. Because, and it's just things slip away and they're a bit muddled. And I just think, I don't like disorganized people. Yeah, like, it's not yeah. that I don't, oh, sorry. I just don't like people who are disorganized. Yeah. I, I, I struggle with it because I'm like, oh, I, I, I fuck up. Mm-hmm. I'll forget my go-kart, I'll do these things. But I don't like it when you fundamentally don't know your plan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I get spontaneity. Yes, I'm not that fun, but. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not spontaneous at all. It just gets to me when I think, oh, I've planned to be here 10 minutes early in case you're 10 minutes early and mm. then you're 10 minutes late and then we've got a 20 minute. Like, yeah, it's just a bit frustrating. Yeah, for me, lateness is not, um, I don't know. I think it would have to be like to the next level if it was to be a red flag. Cause I think that like, con- like lateness that is, I don't know, more intentional to me. Mm. I do not like that at all in work senses. I have z- literally zero tolerance Absolutely. for lateness. Like, cause then I'm like, you are disrespecting my time. That's how I feel in and a work sense. And we're both getting paid to be here. Exactly. Yep. But then usually the plans also, it doesn't like, it doesn't help that I've literally barely socialized this whole year. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from like, you know. That's exactly it. I venture out to do something and someone cancels last minute and I just yeah. think, well, you've wasted this time. Yeah. And honestly, whenever I have a one-on-one, I check. I offer a cancellation, not because I want them to cancel, but because I want to give them every opportunity to be transparent about how busy their day is mm-hmm. and how they're feeling on the morning and the night before. Because if you know something comes up, if there's an assignment, if something's desperate, if they're just not having a great day, if they got their period, I don't care. Yeah, I give an open exit because I would rather someone wait, rebook me a week later and mm-hmm. have a great time than have a half-assed time because they felt booked in. Yeah. So it frustrates me more because I'm not someone who's like, well, we're sticking to the deadline. I will yeah. offer it up the day before usually. And that's what's super frustrating about it. Yeah. And I do that as well. And I wouldn't say this is a red flag, but because I'm very compartmentalized mm. and I'm like very organized. So I don't like plans changing the last, at the last minute. Cause I'm like, well, you don't understand that I planned my entire day around yeah. this. And now you put a spanner in the works and yeah. you've like ruined my day. Um, but again, that's not, I wouldn't say that's a red flag, but one that I did just think of politics, but specifically when someone's, when I feel someone's political beliefs do not line up with like another part of them. Like if they, if we have conversations, so if we have conversations and I'm like, oh, this is quite a progressive person, you know, we've talked about mm-hmm. um, lots of like societal issues and then like surprise, I find that they're like a right wing voter. That's a, like the hugest red flag for me. I'm just like, you, what has, you, something has disconnected inti- inside of your brain. I mean, personally, it's worse when they have right wing views and they're a right wing vote off. I was going to say that, but I, I can, I can, try. I don't know. <sighs> I have some issues with this because I have a friend, I have one of my friends has friends who mm-hmm. are quite right wing for people our age. Yeah. And it it's infuriates me. Yeah. 
because I spend time with this person and they accompany them. It's mm-hmm. like I'm attending a party or an event for this person. Yeah, right. And I'm sitting there and I'm trying my best for them. And it becomes extremely difficult mm-hmm. to not explode. Diarrhea everywhere. <laughs> and set the exploding. house on fire. Yeah. It is so difficult because yes, I, I will engage in debate, mm-hmm. but I will not put myself out yeah. that night for the rest I will not socially exhaust myself for the next week because yeah. I had a three hour confrontation with people that I don't care about. Yeah, yeah. Um but it's it's and it it, it goes down to everything. It goes down to like Amy Schumer's not funny. And I'm like <laughs> fuck i don't even love amy schumer but i love her instagram and i'm allowed to say that yeah. just shut up like yeah. it's infuriating mm-hmm. um and they want to fight about everything and it's just such a jewel all the time yeah and i get so bothered because i love this person mm-hmm. um but the onslaught <clears throat> this kind of takes me to a new red flag and that is <laughs> that when your close friend has friends that are outright red flags. Yeah. I become extremely concerned. Yeah. And it's not that I'm going to say, oh, I can't be friends with you because you have shit friends. It's not it. It just makes you rethink them. Yeah, yeah. It confuses me because everyone has friends they don't fully love and, you know, everyone gets value from people in different ways. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to be like, you got to get rid of them. That's not, that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But... When I kind of join a circle on behalf of another person to, you know, when you go to a birthday party and they've got this other group of friends there, I could find myself just deeply confused because I'm like, why do you have seven different personalities? Because the people in this room don't make sense. Yeah. yeah. Whereas even though I don't like to bring all of my different social groups into a room, if I did, they would all get along. Yeah. And they would same. all find common ground pretty easily. And I yep. don't think there'd be a brawl. Yeah. Whereas I go... <laughs> camping with my boyfriend and hit one of his friends when I'm drunk on a Saturday <laughs> night because he told me it's a woman's job to swallow. Well, and I just think, fuck, like, how mm. did that one slide through yeah. personally? <laughs> yeah. And keep this on because I hope someone hears. He unfollowed me on Instagram. I think if you hit him, then, you know, it's all out there. But I just, yeah, I just think <sighs> it is so concerning to me and mm-hmm. it is such a, oh, what have I stepped into Yeah, when someone like that exists in a lovely group of people? Because I think you've chosen to accept this individual as part of your life when mm-hmm. they threaten every value that you stand for. And yep. that's confusing because you're more interested in being um, passive and just... <laughs> you're more interested in being passive and just calm than actually acknowledging a problematic person and at least trying to make them learn. Yeah. And I think that's actually quite a friendship red flag. If they're tolerating someone that should not be tolerated and should be held accountable. Yeah. And sometimes it is for a variety of reasons. Like they just, but I actually don't accept those reasons. Like, oh, I've just known them for a long time. Mm. Or, you know, they're just like friends with my parents or something. That's not good enough when that person is making, you know, rape jokes every Saturday night and feeling girls up. It's just like, why are you accepting that standard? Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't know this was going to go here. <laughs> I think it's good. But I, I think it's valuable because I think guys are um, f- pray, fall victim to this quite often in that men are more likely to just kind of stay friends with their high school friends because it's easy. Yeah. yeah. And um, stay in the same groups and not really kick up a stink. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get it because it is difficult to have confrontations with mates and it is that they, they don't like being bitchy. They don't like, you know, they don't like the look. Yeah. But... At some point, 
he is feeling your girlfriend's ass on a Saturday night and you're just copping it and you're just not saying anything and she's the one getting upset and looking red-faced over yeah, it. And it's yeah. like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, no, that's really... That's actually kind of reminded me of another red flag that I have. It's a bit similar, but it's... Anyway, so when you... You know when you're with someone, mm. like if you're like, you know, strolling down the street doing whatever and you see something that's like really off... Yeah. Or it's just a bit weird or it's out of just place. like out of place. Yeah. And you're like to them, oh my God, did you see that? And they're just like, well, they don't think it's a problem. Yeah. Then you're like, who are, because in every single one of my friends, and I think we're both the same at both. <laughs> <laughs> I have more than one friend, just, um, but like people I've been with, like are the same in me as me in the way that we're like observing the surroundings. Mm. And also this is something, and I think it's because of my introversion. I'm like hyper aware of like, you know, loud noises yeah. and flashing lights. I'm just like, oh, what's that over there? And I'll see something, even if it's just something like someone doing a weird run in the, in the, when you I'm in the car, I'm just like, Did yeah. you that? that was funny. Yeah. Or, but if, yeah, if they're just like, don't register it, they're just like, oh, what do you mean? He's just going for a run. I'm just like, we are, you're who not are you? In. Yeah, you're not tuned it's in. It's like when your uteruses match up and you have periods at the same yes, time because you're yeah. just a bit tuned into the friendship. Yes, exactly. Who's the alpha? Who's the alpha uterus? Exactly. Big questions. I remember in school, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to get the alpha? Like, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> I actually never heard that. But oh, I really? Oh, we used to say it all the time, like, oh, maybe we're all matching up with your uterus. Like, oh, God. Who's your like, It's like having a period as a personality in year nine. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. I don't think I got mine. Maybe year nine. Or, yeah, you know it was year nine. Yeah. But I, I get Good what times. you mean. And again, it's like I worry sometimes when my friends and I all only laugh at the same shit. Oh yeah. So I'm like, oh god, it's, you got It's a spectrum. You got to be. Yeah. It's a fine line. Yeah. Um, between having like all your friends are you, and mm-hmm. then having a diversity of friends that might ch- tune you in or clue you into something you didn't know before. So, but yeah. I get, I get exactly what you mean. You, they, I, I find it painful when people aren't observing. Yeah, or even just something that's a bit weird that they think is fine. Yeah. Like to me, that's a bit that off. that just sheds this weird light. It's just like, who even are you? <laughs> yeah. And it, and then on that, another one is when people don't, when people tell me something, they're like, oh my God, this made me think of you. And I was like, that's not me at all. Why? I struggle with receiving gifts because Mm -hmm. I take it so personally as a direct reflection of what they think of me or what they think I'd like. And when it's wrong, I get really scared. Yes. That sounds so ridiculous. I know. No, but it's But I struggle. I have to prepare myself to do the face Mm -hmm. because I often get offended and that's a bit ridiculous. But when I unwrap a present and it's, it just doesn't make sense. And yeah. I, I honestly think, like, why did you think mm-hmm. I would like this? And that sounds ungrateful, <laughs> but it, it's true sometimes. Like, oh, I can't even start. I'm not going to mention any. No, I'm not going to. But some people are just bad at giving gifts. Yeah. And it's not actually a reflection of how they feel about me or what they think I like. But it, it is more just it's like a... It's a specific type of gift, though. Because sometimes it's just like, oh, you know, you didn't know what to get me. I get it. It's pretty typical. Of... Yeah. It's when it's, yeah. it's directly wrong. Yes. And you think, why? <laughs> um, my mum gets it wrong all the time. And it really... I'm like, I lived inside of you <laughs> for nine months. And these pyjama pants are bedazzled. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> My, to be fair, you didn't have any personality for those nine months. I know, but like, she bought me a gym membership and a dictionary on my 18th birthday. <laughs> That's mom, so fun. Mum, if there's one thing we established is I've got a pretty good grip on the English language. <laughs> we don't need a dictionary and we also have Google. 
Love you, Mum, if you're listening. Oh, that wasn't that long ago. Four years ago, she bought you a dictionary. Yeah. Was it but a special one? Actually, you know what? I'm sorry. If my mum listens to this, she'll get really offended and message me about this because mm-hmm. when my mum was 18, she wanted a pair of gold earrings for her birthday and her mother bought her a Macquarie dictionary and we still had it in the house. Oh. Because it was a big joke that she was depressed about the dictionary. Okay. So she bought me one for mine. And I was As a like, joke. It's not really a joke, mum, because it is my 18th birthday and you did buy me this. So actually you're just being shit too. (laughs) (laughs) She got me other stuff as well, but the gym membership was like, you know, you you need it. (laughs) Okay, it was was targeted. Mm, I think so. Because I don't think that a gym membership inherently is like a mean thing. Because sometimes it's like, it's an expensive thing and I know this person wants to go to the gym. One of the qualities I inherited from my mother is that I can't lie and she will. Nice. I'm looking a bit bigger this week. And it's a week-by-week week basis. This She can tell. <laughs> she can tell. She's like, I can see your jawline more. I think it's because we didn't have dessert those two nights. It's legit. Someone on your frame you couldn't tell does two nights of dessert. No, she's fine. Philippa. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening. If you're not listening, I'll know about it because you'll message me if you are. <laughs> but yeah. It's not that I think gift giving is a red flag, but I yeah. just think like it's just a representation of like yes, yeah, um, especially when they're really excited to give it to you, yeah. and I, then you're like, wow. I just thought of another one, and that is, I think you'll agree with this, is that when the expectations of your friendship are mismatched, mm. so there's friends that are like, you know. I find it difficult when I, because I have quite a few friends that live overseas and things, and mm-hmm. we have very different expectations of how often we FaceTime and how often we message and what we do and blah, 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 and how the friendship goes when they move back overseas or when they come back. Yeah. And I I struggle when people have a very different expectation of how it'll be mm-hmm. and how often we should chat and things like that. And I kind of think it's not that they're a red flag and expecting that we talk. Like, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But over time, there becomes a divide. Mm-hmm. And... Um, if we're not kind of on the same page, like let's have a one hour FaceTime every three months when they want to talk, you know, at least once a week, I kind of think, well, what, what do we have to say? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it kind of just creates a sort of chasm in the friendship, I think mm-hmm. sometimes. And that's not a red flag on them. It's just something that kind of breaks it. Yeah. Well, I guess for me, and again, this is one of the things that's like maybe not a red flag, but like, because I'm not one to have, like heaps of more casual friends Mm. um i think that if i if i sense someone who's kind of a bit of a like social butterfly in that way trying i'm just like i'm just not gonna we're not gonna be offering each other what each other wants because i don't want i don't want friends that i'm gonna see like every six months can i say something that i'm really glad you don't do Sometimes I get new friends, and this sound, that sounds so pretentious. Every week. <laughs> Shut up. Nearly every day, Hannah's like, some, so I made a new friend. Like, if I talk to a friend quite frequently, no, I feel so bad if I make a new friend. I'm like, Kristen, I made a new friend. She's like, oh, fuck. You and your friends. <laughs> but I absolutely find it so uncomfortable when someone, like, messages me goodnight. Oh, that's, that's weird. I'm sorry. This, if you're listening, you're probably like, oh, you're just bitch. If you're not dating, it's... It's just odd, like, you, I'm so glad you've never, you've never, like, greeted me on a message. It's just like, <laughs> I... Good morning, Hannah. I hope you had a good sleep. It's like, Hannah, I just, like, fucking smelt a refried beef. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, one of our message exchange, actually, because I screenshotted it on my computer, no less. It's really embarrassing for you. I was a bit of a fan. <laughs> actually, they were my messages, but they were two of One of your three friends <laughs> <with the> screenshot. <laughs> it's 7.30 a.m. I love it. I like all the High School Musicals. Number two is the worst, but the songs are bops. 8.41 a.m. Wrecking Ball is winning on my IG poll. We made the right choice, I think. 10.07. Do you ever feel like our lives are harder because we are smart? <laughs> Not like a time I message like, you. You could be CEO of Cheek if you want. <laughs> because, because I was scrolling back to see, I was checking like some some receipts. Yeah. Um, checking the receipts. I was looking at the receipts, <laughs> and then I just saw that, and I was just like, I'm the most basic. <laughs> <laughs> also, I just love that you haven't responded to any of those. <laughs> Sorry, let's clarify because you just said the types. They're all Kristen. Yeah, I they're all reply. me. They're all. Me. I actually am a good reply though, but sometimes like yeah, you are a good reply. Didn't mean to roast you. No, no, but I think I do the same thing to you. But I feel comfortable because I'm like I can send you three sets of messages, and you're not going to say, um, could you just like not do that again? You know what I mean? You're not <laughs> I would gonna, never do that. You're not going to yeah. do that. Yeah. But I, I also love that it's like the conversation doesn't end, but it rapidly changes for example Kristen and i were talking about slow cookers yesterday <laughs> and we both just exactly in the same second knew when it was enough <laughs> slow cooker talk and we both at the same time sent a message about a different topic yeah and it was like we both went for the change of conversation and both went for different topic yeah. changes mm-hmm. but we both knew the exact moment when it was like That's slow enough. cooker expired <laughs> yeah. we are moving moving forward. <laughs> and there's no like you don't have to reply to the person's last message you just start the new idea yeah exactly it's we, we do have an ongoing conversation yeah. pretty much always yeah. and it doesn't it's kind of regardless of like the time yeah so if it's because usually i actually usually turn my notifications off at like 10 okay so then i'm just like i'll just revisit whatever topic yes you've had That's, stewing in your brain yeah. overnight and sometimes it will be just like oh bopped in my head the next morning yeah with that but most of the time it is just like someone's gone to sleep earlier and someone's had a fucked thought 11 30 yeah and whoever's <laughs> the last to go with the fucked thought starts <laughs> most of our messages are just like weird things yeah. coming out of it nowhere. doesn't make sense but yeah sorry it's an accidental red flag when someone says like hi morning or like <laughs> good night sleep well i'm like oh can we not <laughs> for me that's not a red flag it's but a i greeting. do get it's, it's a message <laughs> it's like someone that's something the plumber sends when they're coming over sorry be there in an hour morning morning see you in an hour i think it's i don't know i feel like um since working corporate, I'm more like formal in my like it. Mm. I need to consciously get out of that. Yeah, sorry, it's not a red flag. I'm not evil, but keep going. Because like I often will send a text that's just like, "Hey, so and so." Yes, and then sometimes they can put Kristen at the bottom of it. Yeah, I depending do that too. on who it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, "Oh, I'm 50." Kindly, yeah, I would never do that in a text. I just say hi. I think I've done kindly, but it was for like a perspective. Yes. Client or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's but it's also it's because it's like oh, this is professional communication, but it's a text. Mm. Let me assault. Um, assault. Let me consult my list. Okay, I've got doesn't like your boyfriend on there. Well, it depends on the boyfriend. I exactly. I feel like it's yeah. It's not necessarily like I feel like if all your other friend, if everyone in your life likes your boyfriend except for one friend. Oh, it's yeah. a red it's flag on them. Yeah. Yeah. Or even just the fact that they keep like, if they, they keep criticizing your boyfriend, even past the point where it's like, okay, well, we've been together for like 10 years now, so you can stop doing that kind or of thing. when they're a bit too mean to them. Yeah. And you're like, I'm sorry, but you have to have a separate friendship with them to do that. You can't, yeah. you can't 
where because I think that's an assumption that you and your boyfriend like the same entity. Yeah. And then they think that as an attachment of you, they can say horrible things about them. Mm-hmm. And it's not funny and it's not cool. Yeah. Because it's just bitchy behind their back, but they think because it's to you, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's not. You can't really, I mean, mm, I won't say you can't because I think some people, it's kind of, they do. But in my opinion, I feel like you should not pile on to like a friend's partner when they're talking like, say if you came and you're like, oh, my God, David's so annoying. He did this thing. I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, I cannot believe David did that thing. No. I, that is the worst thing I've ever heard in my whole life. Anyway, and also he's this and also he's that and also. But I love it because when I come here, I'm like, David did this. Nick is like, David's a saint. He puts up with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he roasts you. It's good. That's what I need. Because I don't come here and I never tell people things for them to pile on. And I yeah. don't like expressing relationship issues no, to more neither. than one friend. Yeah, same. Ever. Yeah. Because I think that it gives people... And Sorry. If you do this, I support you because I think it's okay to do that. Mm-hmm. But I think that... And I think people can get this. Sometimes you have risky friends in that when you tell them the bad, they archive and archive and archive. Yes. But you don't often tell them the good in the same capacity and yeah. to the same extent. Yeah. So then it's just like over leaving time, a review of a restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. Over time, the building blocks of their view of your partner become mm-hmm. the history of the shit. Yeah. And when I say shit, I mean if you have a shit past, mm-hmm. okay, that's not a bit of a problem. But what I mean is if I come in and I say, David picked his nose and put it on my leg today. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like building hundreds of those over years. It's just like a weird look. And he probably does that to me at least once a week. Yeah, I do it to David every day. He's never done it to me. I was actually trying oh, really? to. Yeah, yeah, I do it to him all the time. I, think, I find it really humorous. It is he really funny. It. He like he hates saliva. Oh really? Sometimes I'll look like a like a little drool on his leg. That's that's comedy. Sorry, yeah, I know. Like, no one's around to see it. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Sorry, I, I, sorry, David. I tried to blame it on you, but it was opposite. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, I don't like building any minor complaint. Yeah. Um, and it's not about me not feeling like sharing or about me like trying to hide issues with my partner. That's not it. Yeah. I just think that sometimes we run this risk of painting this portrait that we don't mean and mm-hmm. that isn't accurate yeah. to an external person who can sometimes take it away. And often, if your friend is in any way an orange-tinged flag, mm-hmm. that becomes something else that is spread to other people and yeah, is painted 100%. poorly. And I don't want my friends to have rights. Not to have rights. I don't want my <laughs> friends... <laughs> I want them to not be able to vote. <laughs> I don't want my friends to feel like they have the right to pile onto my partner because of things I told them three years ago. Yeah, agreed. Where I was like, he slept on the couch because he told me X. You know what I mean? And it's like something ridiculous. Yeah, like we yeah. disagreed about, you know, a current affair or something yeah, yeah. Tracy Grimshaw's outfit like yeah. this is ridiculous mm-hmm. um I don't make him do that by the way that actually happened to me one time where I think I've told you this where like I had a friend who would bring up like oh but remember you did say this about him like three years ago and I'm just like mate like I forgot about that like yeah. why do you and the other thing is you can kind of tell if you've tell, told you know to and I generally only say things to to one friend Mm. the same um but if you've told two friends and when i was younger i did this about the issues and one is like oh you know i think like you know you guys can work it out you know you're young blah 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 that kind of talk Mm. and the other one was just like "Mm, i don't know because i think you should break up with him 
it's just like, okay, well, which one of you has my best interests at heart when I know it's not like, and I know that there are times when it's like the person who's telling you like, this is not good does have your best interests. But when it's, I don't know, I feel like I have, I'm switched on enough to like understand what the actual. Well, some people aren't, which is what I forget. Yeah, but that's another red flag. People who think that I'm can't hand like that I'm an idiot. This is something that is worth mentioning is that I think we're running on the assumption that both of our um, friendships like with each other and with others, we kind of pick people that are intellectually matched to us. Yes. And so when I'm approaching someone and we have the same views, thoughts, feelings and expectations of ourselves and each other, Mm -hmm. their advice should come from the same place that my advice would come from. And that's the person I would tell these things to. Yeah, me too. So their interests are probably, it's vice versa. Mm -hmm. So the issue might be then that Uh, for others they're telling multiple friends with extremely different sets of values and Mm -hmm. thoughts on accountability and responsibility in those situations so it kind of comes back to a question of which opinion do you trust because which opinion would you give in the role reversal yeah and it's kind of just like because i trust that my friends have the same interest capacity and things as me Mm -hmm. I trust that and I only need to tell one. Yeah. And I probably will tell multiple because I have, but it depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have, you know, a few close friends that I would go to and offer because I think there would be slight variances in the advice. Yeah. But that's important. And yeah. that's not about like partner stuff. That's about work stuff. That's about anything. Yeah. Um, But it's kind of running on the assumption that, yeah, they're in the same space as you or yeah. willing to offer you advice as honest and transparent as you'd offer them. Yes, exactly. And I always seek out those people for advice, like the people who I know. Um, and even there have been, cause often, and I've said this before, I am seeking kind of confirmation that my, uh, you know, decision or my reaction was like, correct yeah. in quotes. Um, but, and that's not to say that I don't, I'm just looking for people to be like, oh, Kristen, you're in the right. It's just, it's kind of more like that's just where I go because I'm like, oh, well, I need a bit of sympathy and I know this person's going to give me sympathy, blah, 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 whatever. But if you need like the hard truth, you go to someone else. Yeah. Well, usually I don't want that. (laughs) Well, but but aren't you saying, you just, you just said, I don't want people to just agree with me. But then you, exactly everything you said after that was like, I just want people to agree with me. I don't, I think it's the phrase hard truth that I don't like. Okay. You just want, honest advice from that person what their opinion is yes yeah. so for example i have one friend who i talk to about work stuff and one time she gave me this insight that i'm like oh i had not considered that ever and it was purely because she had the perspective of not being in the situation and it's so i'm objective. that's where therapy yeah, comes in and yes and yeah so that's brilliant. true and so i i guess what i pref- what i'm looking for often is like an outside perspective, but I'm not looking for a hard truth. Like I, I guess usually won't truth, seek that out. Hard truth sells itself as the answer you don't want to hear. Yeah, exactly. Well, that isn't necessarily what it means. It just means that that person's going to tell you what they think. Yeah. And I guess it's not truth, is it? Yeah. But that person's going to tell you what they think regardless of whether you'll like it or not. Honestly, I just, I don't think I'm the person who needs the hard truth to be told to them because I think I usually already know it. Yeah. So. Coming from, like, I really respect what you say when you say, like, I know myself, I know what I'm going to decide, and I know these things, so I don't want the hard truth. Yeah. I think it's kind of, like, scary to me because I just think, like, oh, I don't want to say that, like, I know, and I don't want to assume that I know. Mm-hmm. But I think that's coming from a place of very early 20s, 
um, lacking confidence in my decisions and wanting you know, everyone's opinion about something before I make a decision because I like need this sort of yeah. validation of the ideas that other people have to make sure I'm on the right path. Yeah. When in reality, I, I, I probably am more inclined to what you say. Like, I, I think I do trust myself. Mm-hmm. I think what I don't trust is the look that I'll have if I do something without asking. Yes. That sounds ridiculous, but yeah. that's a friendship red flag that I like. That that's that's me as a red flag because I don't. <laughs> I, I want to appear. I, I know what I want. Yeah, I know the decision in my in my gut. I mm. know what I I want. I know what I want to decide, and yeah. I know what I want to do. But sometimes I feel like I have to ask people just to like appear that I've been considered and yeah informed in my decision. It's also like it's kind of like you know gathering research. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like well, especially because if you have friends who are you know quite like intellectually yeah. matched you're kind of like well you know this person these are all people who think like me and I don't for me sometimes it's because sometimes and it does it, it's rare but sometimes I can be very blinded to one side of an issue and yeah. um if someone can like present that to me I'm just like wow <laughs> yeah. and I will really because I only go to people that I'm ready to listen to their advice or listen to their perspective i would never go to someone who and be like eh, well you know you're just wrong like i i welcome it because it either strengthens my argument that i've had for myself or it kind of breaks it apart and it's like oh my god this part i hadn't even considered so if it's something that yeah i've kind of been blind to i really like yeah and if again i get maybe that is a hard, i don't know i just don't feel like it's the hard truth it's more just like well have you considered this aspect i guess you're saying it's never the hard truth because you've probably already considered it yeah deep deep down so it's not or it's something you. totally left field that's like but throwing a spanner in the works i guess the other thing is going back to what i just said before about how like i kind of know what i want anyway mm-hmm and something that kind of proves that to me is that and this is a red flag again on me me being a red flag <laughs> is that I know that I know what I want if I start explaining the situation to someone else mm-hmm. and I know I'm not painting the accurate picture. Yeah, right. I know what my decision is and it's actually poor of me to continue explaining that scenario for an opinion, which mm-hmm. I know is an objective because I haven't been objective. Yeah, yeah. I don't lie, but when I start arguing the point, mm-hmm. it already kind of weakens the story because I know I'm not being like... I know I'm saying, you know, my boss was just threatening me. It's like, it's not really a threat. If mm-hmm. you break down the dialogue, Hannah, stop being dramatic. <laughs> but it's like, I'm asking whether I should quit or not. Yeah. And of course, I'm trying to make them say quit. Yeah. So I yeah. already know what I want. Yes. So I'm not being objective. Mm-hmm. So I clearly don't want a hard truth, do I? Yeah. <laughs> because I'm painting a picture that's not the, I mean, like, you can never really paint the most transparent picture. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I do that as well. Um, if there's like, ele- yeah, there'll be elements that I leave out because it's kind of like, well, you know, and then this happened and then this happened. Because sometimes when I, I don't really second guess myself, but I just kind of like get really wrapped up in like the opposing view and like the cons. Because yeah. I mean, every decision will have at least one con. And I'm just like, oh my God, this con, fuck, this con, <laughs> ah, it's going to kill me. Um, but I have to go back and like, you know, check my list of like yeah. pros. Um, and that kind of, yeah, when I'm explaining it to someone, I might leave out the con. Yeah. That makes it and and the thing yeah it it does come back to me saying like 
how can I claim to want accountability and responsibility mm-hmm. if I've made the decision in my head and then I'm not really providing my friends an opportunity to give me what is their good advice. Yeah. Um, and I'd rather probably not tell them at all and make the decision on my own mm-hmm. than lie and paint a picture yeah. for an opinion that mm-hmm. is just going to validate me. Interesting. So there are decisions you've made that you haven't told anyone? Thinking about it? No, because I can't ever think of something I didn't think and directly say. <laughs> because I'm a fucking horrible... I don't know what I was going to say. That. <laughs> because I'm fucking horrible at being quiet ever. I, oh, I yeah, can't, me too. I just can't think... I can't think of, like, a more than small size decision. Yeah. But I... You know what? Actually, what I will say is... It's not that I have... I keep my decision secret. It's mm-hmm. more like, I'll tell the story, but I won't ask for the advice. Yeah, but I'll tell yeah. the story accurately. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'll tell the story and my friends will be like, dang this. <laughs> Not asking. <laughs> no, no, just informing you. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, I mean, I am a chatterbox. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so quirky. <laughs> <laughs> just love to, I can talk underwater. Oh my God. <laughs> I do. I talk a lot. Do you talk in your sleep, Kristen? <laughs> <laughs> I could. You're if, if I tried. Um, so I like people to know, yeah, what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, if I have an update, I'm like, excuse me, everybody, this is my update. But do you notice that when I'm like, oh my God, this happened at work, you're like, no, what? Ah, you're <laughs> yes. not like, Hannah, you should do this yes. and this and this, because I'm telling you and I'm not saying, what should I do, Kristen? <laughs> I'm saying, like, can you imagine? Can you even imagine? <laughs> <laughs> and then she said this. And then it's like, I'm not just hiding the work you've been doing. <laughs> yeah, I think... um. Uh, interesting but you know what I'm saying. because if i this is this has me has me a bit shook actually because i feel like i'm the person who always gives an opinion but you give the opinion that i need which isn't yeah. you should quit because you, you wouldn't give that opinion because yeah it's, it's an income mm-hmm. your opinion is i'm on your side and i agree that's awful yeah isn't it because yeah. i do the same to you mm-hmm. and i say exactly we say exactly why it's awful to yeah. break down that we're <laughs> yeah. both in yes. agreement <laughs> It's awful because <laughs> how dare she do that too? And you stayed back and you did all these things. <laughs> and how dare she turn around? I one hundred percent stand by everything I've oh, absolutely. said too. But it's like I suggested that Kristen poison someone. <laughs> <every day. laughs> I still might. <laughs> Not Watch in a out. lethal way. No. Sorry, just for any cops listening. Just get diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> if you found us just totally relatable and quirky, come back next Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, head to cheekmedia.com.au to tide you over until then. Bye.